take your balloons to the next level as we delve deeper into what truly makes a professional balloon artist with your host, Zivi Kivi. Now, welcome to the Balloon Artist Podcast. Hello, 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 Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and this is Season 5, Chapter 9. This season is about marketing, and this chapter is all about networking, which is kind of on the gray area between salesmanship and between marketing. However, networking, you know, some people just see it as something that stands by itself. I see networking as an amazing opportunity for marketing. And basically, it helps you get leads. So definitely something that you should do. But how to do it the right way? Well, that's when Chad Johnson comes into the picture because he's quite an expert. You're going to love uh, his tips about networking. There is a competition that is announced at the end of this episode, of this chapter. So really, it's worthwhile for you to stay until the last part and hear about the competition because the prize for the competition is quite amazing. And this competition is open for all Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. So I hope you enjoy that. I want to read before we go into the interview just a quick post from the Balloon Artist Facebook group. This one is by Maria Berendt and Maria participated in the 21 day challenge. And this is what she said. This challenge uh, is now over by now. Here is what she said about it. Woohoo! Just booked a local daycare center for the Christmas function. I have a friend that works there and regularly drop practice items to them. Have other friends that have kids that attend. For the last couple of years, both of these friends have tried to get them to book us for their function, only to be told no, they can't afford it. This year, they have less budget than ever before, as we have had a lot of people leave town. But when I made the champagne bottle design, a staff member took it and gifted it to the boss for her birthday. Guess who just called and booked me? The boss. Thank you. And uh, Maria, I think you are the balloon boss. Uh, and thank you so much for sharing this story with us. You know, there's a lot of people that has uh, somewhat similar stories with the 21 Day Challenge. Um, I myself have managed to sell a couple of designs from the challenge uh, just, you know, by accident. Someone would ask me for ideas and I would show them and they would buy it. So really, it's much easier to sell designs that are very good looking and, and has a good appeal. And that's like something you can do even with networking, like bring the best of your work to show. So without further ado, here is the interview with Chad Johnson. Wow, I'm really excited today to interview Chad Johnson. I had the privilege of meeting Chad face to face in Twist and Shout 17, where he was in, an instructor at an amazing lecture about balloon games. Chad Johnson from Iowa City, Iowa. His business name is Icy Balloons. He's not just a very talented decorator. He's also quite a veteran on the topic of salesmanship. And that's why we just had to have him 
on board on the Balloon Artist College as a teacher, as an instructor, and there will be a course coming up later next year in 2018 about uh, how to do some sales in your business. Today, I've, I've asked Chad and, uh, to give us a little bit from his depth of knowledge on the topic of networking. Hi, Chad. How are you? Hey, Zivi. I'm great. It's an honor to be here on the podcast. I'm really excited about meeting with you in the last few months and specifically, you know, now it's like closing a, a circle, having you on the show. So welcome to the Balloon Artist Podcast. We're going to dive right into the content, give some, some benefits for people that are listening, giving them some knowledge because I know how valuable your knowledge is. So let's talk directly, you know, Why do you use networking? Like, do you use a lot of networking in your business? I do. Uh, so when I started my balloon company, I actually started at the same time I moved to a new town. I moved from Austin, Texas to Iowa City, Iowa. And I knew no one in Iowa City, Iowa. So networking was a way for me to get out and meet other business professionals and learn more about what they do and how my new business, because I, before this I ran a martial arts school, my new business of balloons, how is that going, how do I translate that into making money? Because before this it was just a hobby. So this was like your way to increase your footprint and allow people to know of you and mostly businesses. Why businesses? Businesses have the money and that's what I was going for. Getting your name out and making friends, uh, people tend to buy from people that they know, like and trust. So in order for them to know me, they had to meet me. And if I'm just going out, uh, not going to networking meetings, then they're less likely to spend as much time interacting with me when I do bump into them on the street. How many times do you pass people and just kind of smile and look away? That, that's not enough. You need to actually have a chance to sit down and talk to them, get to know them, find out a little bit about them, and let them ask about you. And the more you do that, the more regularly you have those interactions, the more likely they are to think of you when they have a need of your services. So you've been doing this quite for a few years' time. How many networking groups are you visiting regularly? So I started with the Chamber of Commerce when I first moved to town. And then I joined, they had a referral exchange group that they started in the Chamber. So I got, quickly got asked to become an executive board member on that, in that referral exchange. And then uh, I am in, gosh, I'm in, I started my own share social hour referral exchange. I'm in a group in another town called Best, the Best Networking Group, uh, which is another referral exchange. I'm in the Rotary. Uh, I think there's basically a total of five different networking groups that I'm active in. And I just got invited to be a member of the board for my local makers area. It's a, a Fab Lab Makers event so so you definitely have an experience that is wide um and uh, just as in a comparison like i've been uh, involved in two groups but only on one of them for a long time and and really like i would appreciate a few tips about how to do networking efficiently so let me ask you first of all um are you paying money to be in those uh, networking groups I am. With the Chamber of Commerce, it's about $400 for a small business to join in my area. Um, for a year? Per year. And the Rotary is about the same. Um, and Rotary is international. 
the other groups are smaller amounts, uh, more like $50 to be in them. So, uh, yeah, I pay, I guess I pay about a thousand dollars a year for my networking. Of course, that doesn't include lunches because many of them have lunches involved that you're buying meals anywhere from 10 to $15 a meal. Um, I buy a meal probably about every other time I go to each of these meetings because you got to participate, but there's give back. You get things back from it too. Like the chamber regularly throws uh, business, what they call business PMs, where there's food and there's drink and it's all provided and and there's other benefits in being part of the different groups. Uh, and it's the, when I joined the Chamber of Commerce, just getting there and getting to meet people, I got the money back that I invested in my first two weeks of being a member. Okay, you just answered my next question, which is fun. Because seriously, like you, you see the ROI, you see the return on investment on that money. Absolutely. Or- Some of my biggest jobs have come through... Um, these different networks. And one that I didn't mention, I was only a member for a short period of time was a convention and visitors bureau. Uh, and that I joined for basically half a year. And that ended up getting me the Olympics, Olympic wrestling trials sale, NCAA women's gymnastics championships. So that was a huge sale in 2016 because I paid 300 bucks. Wow. So, okay. So, but it's not enough just to pay. There's something else you need to do in those networking. And that's to attend the meetings and, yep. and to, to do something else that I imagine, you know, provide value to people. But le- let me ask you, what do you do on those meetings that makes it efficient for, for you, for your business? Number one, like you said, you got to show up. If you don't show up, there's no sense in being in a networking group. Um, number two, you got to be friendly. One of the most important things you do, and I had to learn, I didn't network before this. I had, all right, I did, but I didn't do formal networking in these kinds of groups. So um, I had to learn that going to a network meeting doesn't mean I'm trying to sell everyone as soon as I meet them. What I need to do is develop a personal relationship and a friendship with people so that they know, like, and trust me. And then the business will naturally come. And there are times when it's appropriate to talk to people about, you know, they will ask you, you'll be given opportunities to pitch what you do in the, in the sessions in almost all of them, uh, not as much the rotary as the others, but in the, most of the sessions, most of the, the networking groups I go to, you have an opportunity to present your business, say a little bit about who you are, who your ideal customers are, things that are coming up, have all that ready. You should have a, a good pitch ready to go for that short period of time. You're given anywhere from 30 seconds to five minutes, depending on the group. And then another thing that I I highly recommend is volunteering. Volunteer your time to help out with something that you are knowledgeable about, whether it's you're good at taking notes, write down the notes or the minutes of the meeting. You can, um, one of my network groups, I've been asked to give a smart thought. So every day I come in with something wise to say that from other people, and Divi, you've been that smart thought a few times yourself. <laughs> I use the banana peel story, which I love. <laughs> um, so all kinds of things. But the, if you really, if you go in there trying to help them, they're going to want to help you. It's reciprocal. The more goodwill you share with them first, the more goodwill and business you're going to end up getting in response. That's interesting. I wonder if you also have volunteered in some way with balloons. Is that also what you mean? 
very rarely. I will from time to time with someone that I already know and like. If I know and like you and you're doing a business thing and I understand that you got a small budget and especially if you're already hiring me to do one thing, like maybe I'm going to be there entertaining or doing a little bit of decor, I'm, I will upscale. I almost always upscale. When somebody hires me to do something, I almost always provide at least 10 to 20% more than what they're paying for, especially if I know it's something that didn't go in their budget, but they would really like to have it because that buys love. Um, and if I'm already there, it doesn't cost me that much to throw in a couple extra columns or an extra an hour of twisting. But more, no more often than not, when I'm volunteering, I'm volunteering my time for other things. Uh, I'll be the greeter. I'll take the notes. I'll help with technology. I'll stick around, I'll come on before their events or stay after their events to help take down the flags and the, the audio equipment and all that. Um, whatever I have time and able to do, I, in Rotary, they're always giving away things. So um, I, last week I gave away, uh, I think it was about 100 books I took to a local middle school, or no, for, for fourth graders. So I went and I presented about the Rotary for 10 minutes in four, in four different um, classes. And guess what I took with me? Well, I took slap bracelets <laughs> and handed out slap bracelets. They were a huge hit. That's right. <laughs> cool. And accidentally, there's a deal right now cooking for slap bracelets for college members, for the Balloon Artist College members, which is uh, just a very useful tool. Like both of us now, we can see each other while we're doing the interview and we have uh, slap bracelets around us. So you provide value by volunteering to your networking group, I imagine that this creates a situation where people perceive you as being a valuable person, as someone that cares about this institute of networking and someone that cares about other people and doesn't you know, cheapen their art or their business by providing everything for free, you know, just all of your, of your abilities but by showing yourself valuable and upscaling for your customers, that builds a name for you and a reputation. I imagine that not all networking groups were born the same. And some of them are actually more valuable for you and your business, especially as a balloon artist. So I wonder if you can tell us, is that so? Like, do you see an actual difference in the value of each group um, and maybe even can pinpoint and say, you know what, Rotary is the best. What is the best? You know, there is a difference. And until recently, I, there was a, one of the referral exchanges I felt like really didn't provide me much value. I was thinking about stopping going. And then uh, I've been in that group for going on a little over a year and a half now. And just a couple of weeks ago, I was given a lead and that lead turned out to be the head of a distributing company for marketing. And that lead turned into a, uh, Hey, look at this thing that was done in New York by Chris Potts. And we want that here for the same. It's the same thing. It's this huge installation and it turned into, it hasn't been a sale yet because I'm going to, but it put me in front of their head of marketing for a large distribution company. That's all over Eastern Iowa. So I think that the value is just about to come out of that, but that's a year and a half. That's a lot of time that I put into that one. And honestly, I was thinking about backing out of that one and going to something different, uh, another group in the same area. But, you know, sometimes it takes away, it takes a while. It's not, you're not going to walk into a networking meeting and turn around and have tens of thousands of dollars fall into your lap unless you live into a major city and you're really lucky. 
Um, yeah. I live in a small city, and it's so. And and to also mention that these groups I'm part of are because I'm in a small city. If I lived in a large city that had major event-oriented networking groups, um, then I would I would definitely want to be part of those. But unfortunately, none of them exist in my area. So there you have it. I see. So you are a persistent individual and uh, you are willing to invest a lot of time and you see the results eventually. Uh, but you, obviously you believe in the process. Can you give us a little bit uh, of um, information about what happens on those networking meetings? How does, how does it look like? Sure. And they're pretty consistent, um, except for the rotary. The... Consistency is that you're going to show up. You're going to have some time to socialize. Usually, if you're going to have a meal, they want you to show up about a half an hour early, order the food, um, so that the people, the servers are all done with their service before the meeting starts. Um, typically, the meetings start, or they're over the lunch hour from noon to one, and they try and stay very solid on that time. They try not to have a lot of scope creep, letting people talk till 1.15, 1.30. They know that people have to get back to work. So you show up, socialize, And then the organizer calls it to order and they're going to say, Hey, this is what the meeting is. This is what the meeting does. Here are the people that we would like to have join our group that are not currently members, these type of fields. And then they go around and give a 30 to 60 second introduction. And some of these meetings, there's five people, some of them there's 25. You just go around and you give a short introduction on what you do, who your ideal customer is. And you give your basic, your pitch of, who you are, what you do, and then you say your name, and that's it. Then they're going to move on. There's often a presentation. That presentation could be anywhere from five minutes to 20 minutes. After that presentation, that's one person giving an in-depth analysis or description of what they do in their business and how to help the other people in the group sell their services or pitch them to new people, uh, prospective clients. After that's over, they're going to go and go into a lead generation. If it's a referral exchange, you're going to go around the room just like they did for who you are. Now it's who can you help in our group? And if you can't help anyone, this is a great time for you to give a testimonial for someone that you've used in the past and you've had a good relationship or experience with. They value that as well. Um, in the groups that I'm in, most of them track these things. So you have to have a certain number of leads that you can give. Uh, they track the, number, the amount of sales that you've done Um, and at the end of the year or twice a year, there's a report put out and they'll say that in class, in, in, not in class, but in the networking meeting, we've, you know, we've done $160,000 of business so far this year. We're $10,000 above our, our, above our goal, blah, blah, blah. Good job. Um, and then they, uh, in one of them, there's a smart thought moment where they, I'm the smart thought provider for it. So then they'll ask me to say something that's from wise from other people's words. And, um, then we have a closing Just, you know, hey, thanks for coming. You can turn your phones back on. And if you want to stick around, do what they encourage you to do one-on-ones. Some people will stick around, do a one-on-one afterwards, and then that's it. Will they also monitor the one-on-ones? They do. They track the one-on-ones. And they will give you a reward. Like, you might spend $50 to join the group. But whoever does the most one-on-ones over a six-month period gets $50 back. Second gets $25. Third gets $15. Yeah. And then the same thing is true for leads, closed business. All the things that they monitor, they give rewards back. So their, their goal is not to make money. Um, their goal is to generate business for the group. 
Cool. And when we're saying one-on-one, we're, we're referring to like you meet for maybe an hour with someone and each of you talk for 30 minutes. And that is like in those one-on-ones, when you meet something, someone, maybe a plumber, maybe a, a lawyer, maybe a real estate a realer, and you meet with them and you talk with them about your business, then the relationship forms. Because from that one minute of telling everyone about your business in a big room of maybe even 25 people, that's not really where the relation, that's not where the, the magic happens, I think. What do you think? Correct. I absolutely agree with that. I've had this happen so many times where I've been sitting aside of this person for a year and we finally, you know, in the networking meeting, I've been saying, and I do all these things. And then we get together in a one-on-one and suddenly they say, oh, you know what? My husband is actually the head general manager for the local casino. And it took you a year to tell me that because this is the perfect person for me to sell decor. So, so really like you need to show up first. You need to bring value so that people will see that you're a friendly person. And then you need to also set up the extra meetings, those one-on-ones. And, yes. and of course, it will be useful for you to bring value to other people by either, you know, either hiring them when you need that service or by talking about the other businesses. Uh, let me ask you something that happens here in Israel and that was a little bit a turn-off for me. Are you also supposed to bring guests for networking? meetings you can bring guests it's uh it is not if they're a person who is not already represented the business that they're in is not already represented by someone else in the group then yes um and if you're not going to attend a meeting the attendance is tracked so if you're not going to attend a meeting you can get credit for it if you send someone in your stead but they're not there to pitch their business they're there to be oh you know a warm seat for you yeah so in Israel, it's and you can bring people, and I do, and I have brought people, and you do get credit for bringing people, but it's not like, hey, you didn't bring three people this this year, so you're out. Yeah. So in Israel, it's just uh, very, very important for the networking groups if you bring guests, and so I get a lot of requests from business owners. Hey, you know what? I have a great idea for you. Got, come as my guest and and i like you know what i don't want to come as your guest and i feel like you're being pushy here and and like so i actually uh it was a turn off for me but in those networking groups if you don't have this uh, pressure of of doing stuff for that 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 makes you you know change your skin then then uh, you will be feeling quite good because you're feel, meeting with people that care about business, that are like-minded in that aspect, and that are actually, you know, a lot of times they're nice people that want to help. They are helpful people. Um, so as long as you go to those networking meetings and you know who you are, you know that you're not going to change, you're not going to suddenly, you know, uh, bring tons of leads to, 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 to the lawyer, or I don't know what. But at least you will meet with people and people will have you top of mind. Um, Do you have any special tips about what you do differently in networking groups to make you stand out as a balloon artist? Sure. 
uh, number one, I project my voice. <laughs> There's so many people in the networking group that, hi, I'm, um, my name is Thomas and I'm a lawyer. And I, and so it's just like every time you hear them talk, it's a little bit painful. Nobody, nobody's like jumping to get a one-on-one -on -one from somebody like that. And therefore no one's jumping to get to know them and, and getting to know you is how you conduct business. So be present. Don't be on your phone. Be, you know, project your voice so that everyone can hear you clearly. Um, I try and stand. It's not hard for me. I'm already an actor type person anyway. So, you know, sometimes everyone's sitting around the room. I'll just stand up and walk into the center of the circle of everybody. And I'll bring in, you know, some handout or giveaway thing, something you know, when I did my, when I brought my slap bracelets in the first time I did that, like, Hey, and here's one for you, which favorite color. Da, da, da. And I did that all in my 60 seconds, you know, and, but that is going to be memorable for people. They're going to be like, Oh yeah. And can I, can I, I got three kids. Can I have two more? You know, that sort of thing. That's one aspect of it. That's cool. Uh, I really, I really think that uh, projecting the voices is important. Uh, for me, one of the, on one occasion, I used music as a background because I was, Uh, considered as the kids entertainer there. My pitch was mainly about me doing uh, birthday services. And so I would put some dramatic music and I will talk about how it is important to, to think about the background voices and the way that you look like. And so I was trying to provide value, but also to give an example. And people were actually clap, clapping at the end of my minute as if it was a show. So again, I made sure that I will, I'm a memorable person. You can try that. It was a show. It was just a short show and people loved it. And now that you mentioned that, absolutely, I've done the similar things. When I got back from my first um, parade, promotions and profits in Chicago, uh, I brought back a bunch of balloons that we'd taken on the Chicago Pride uh, parade. And... I waited until everybody was just sitting down. It was almost ready to go. And I rollerbladed into the place with these giant uh, willow, weeping willow poles and a big old backpack of foil balloons and just bounced around and rollerbladed around the group and had my whistle in. I mean, it was a, I made a parade happen at our networking group and people were just going losing it. They were just laughing and having fun with it. And it was hugely memorable. I did the same thing when I introduced the concept of interactive gaming. Um, I brought in a three foot round balloon and I was there a half an hour before the event started. And as luck would have it, the owner of the restaurant's daughter happened to be there. So she fell in love with this three foot round balloon. We just bounced it back and forth for about 15 minutes. And as people came into the room, I would accidentally quote unquote miss and bounce it over at that person. And they would laugh and smack it back and it gets, and immediately they're smiling, having fun. And I would turn that into something. And that was the day I gave my pitch about interactive games. So then I gave my 10-minute presentation. At the end of the presentation, I said, hey, I want to do this giant interactive game thing, and I want you all to be sponsors. And immediately the organizer said, you I put me down for your gold sponsorship. And then someone else stood up, and they were like, yep, yeah, put me down for gold sponsorship. And I had 11 sponsors that day sign up, and that's how I did my first interactive balloon game experience. Okay, now I realize that all of this interview was for this moment. You know, that, that just, you know, my mind was blown now and I take my hat off. Yes, 
this is the way you need to do networking, guys. You need to think about it as a show. You need to show up and project your voice, but also, you know, don't be afraid to have some really damn good uh, services where, you know, people might even actually get so excited that they will sponsor you. And that's just one aspect of, of your uh, genius, Chad Johnson. So thank you so much for sharing with us. Hey, we're almost running out, out of time and there is um, a few things I want to share with the Blue Nautist Podcast Nation, like the competition. And also, uh, um, you've definitely earned your rights on telling us more about, about yourself and about your upcoming course. So tell us a little bit about your experience in sales. Why, why a course about sales from Chad sure. Johnson? Sure. Well, you know, I've been a salesman my whole life, starting in probably middle school or before. I've sold in many different ways, uh, whether it's um, being the kid running around selling candy for school or going into selling food at a local Renaissance fair. Then I moved, I was in technology sales. I mean, I've just bounced around. I've, I've done a lot of sales. The majority of my work can move before I was a balloon artist in sales. And then I owned a martial arts school for 12 years where I was the primary salesperson going around, finding the leads and bringing them in. Um, so I've done everything from door to door sales individual houses to businesses to inside sales to outside sales been a manager so it's it's something i'm very familiar with and it helped me really helped me grow my balloon business very quickly let me ask you this is it different to do sales as a balloon decoration uh, business uh, in comparison to the other companies that you were doing sales for yes and no Yes, it is different because I came from the last thing I was selling before was myself as a master of a martial arts school. Going from that to being going into, especially going to these networking meetings, I regularly would see, like, as soon as I told them what I did, I'm a balloon artist, I would see a clown appear in their eyes, the reflection of their eyes. I had a, had a nose, I had the shoes. And so I had to get over that concern or that fear of mine that they weren't going to accept me or receive me and get past that. And that took about nine months for me to let go of that. But once I was able to really let go of that and I stopped trying to sell and started trying to make friendships, it became really easy to just apply all of the knowledge that I have from my past sales that applies directly into selling balloons. Um, and it's even easier because when I start selling a balloon, all I have to do is inflate the balloon and I have a line, right? If I'm twisting, all I have to do is inflate a balloon. You know this, you get a line right off the bat. Everybody wants the balloons. Um, and the same thing is true. Everybody wants to have a beautiful event. So they, most people will recognize that having a lot of colorful, big, bright balloons at their event is going to be a good thing. Now, can they afford it? Will they choose to afford it? And do they choose you? That's, that's like, so the dynamics of, of being a salesperson uh, or knowing the sales skills, uh, having the sales skills and honing them, um, those are uh, somewhat the same, but you had to overcome some, some internal uh, stories that you were telling yourself and you had to uh, um, adjust your, your stories, I guess, um, 
to the balloon. Right, the feeling of not being, not, the feeling of going to the Chamber of Commerce. This is my first time going to the Chamber of Commerce and the feeling that I don't belong there because I'm not a lawyer. I'm not this high-level business person anymore. You know, I'm not an account executive. I'm, I'm just, do I belong here and are they going to receive me? And it turns out within nine months, I was like a rock star. I showed up and everybody knows who I am. People I did, wasn't even recognizing, they were like, oh, it's Chad, you gotta meet Chad, Chad's awesome. And people are, they're dragging potential new customers over to me. So yes, yes, go to the networking meetings and yes, the sales do apply. Cool. And uh, so you've been training salespeople. You've, you, you, had, you have huge perspective on, on sales and more specifically, you know how to sell decor face-to-face and on the phone and in all kinds of ways more than anyone that I've met. Um, and, and, and I love the way that you, you passionately explain things in, in a coherent way. And uh, I had the pleasure of watching uh, you lecture um, in certain ways. So, so I, I really think that, you know, um, the Balloon Artist College is very excited to have you as an instructor and to teach um, a, a course that will be available in 2018. So those things take time. We're developing the material and we're, you're basically uh, bidding the course. Uh, and, um, and, and definitely if people are interested in the sales course by Chad Johnson that will come out, you should take a look at the balloonartistcollege.com website. Even now, stop the call, guys. You, you can watch it on your phone. But, you know, I th- really think people need to hear about the competition because you've been extremely generous and have been offering your time and your knowledge to two people. Two people? Can, can, we, do, can we make it three people? Sure, make it three. Three people. Guys, I just, I, I need your you know, I need you to know you have your back covered. So three people that will win this competition will actually go through an entire process of sales coaching and training with Chad Johnson for four meetings for four weeks. And I personally, I remember when I had a problem with my business with sales, I was looking for someone that will understand me. And when I was looking for a coach and a sales coach, they, they just didn't understand the event industry, let alone the balloon industry. Um, and I had to read so many books. Um, these days, I consider myself a, a good salesperson uh, because of all of the research that I did. But definitely, I would need someone like you. And, and like in four short uh, weeks uh, of working with you, Chad, those three people that will win the competition um, could really improve their presentation skills. This will help them in networking, I guess, but not only. Where will it help them, Chad? It'll help them anytime that they want to tell someone the story of what they do. How do you convey what you do to other people so that they understand it, they're excited about it, and they either want to buy it themselves or they think of someone else who might want to buy it and they give you a lead. So that can be done on the phone and can be done on an email and it can be done, you know, face to face. And it's just uh, a critical 
strategic uh, capability for you in your business to be able to do you know different types of presentations of 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 your business about your business so basically we're looking for uh, for doing a competition because three three people will join uh, this uh, mastermind group with Chad Johnson for four weeks where you will actually walk and rework and rework uh, on your presentations and um, when you're saying presentations how long how long are those presentations typically you're given anywhere from 30 seconds to 10 minutes uh, so what I'm gonna go ahead and do is we're gonna work on a one minute a five minute and a 10 minute pitch so the one minute is pretty much what do you say when you go around the room and the five minute and ten minute are an actual business presentation trying to convey enough information in a meaningful way with a good compelling story so that people will remember what you say what you do and how they can utilize your services and uh, will this be something that applies uh, for balloon artists from the 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 entire house of balloons of balloon artists like uh balloon entertainers balloon decorators balloon retailers what do you absolutely think? absolutely yeah absolutely yeah the house of balloons or the house of balloon artists we have a lot of rooms some of us you know like me you know i like to be on all of the rooms and enjoy the entertainment enjoy the decoration and so on some of us are are, are happy in the in the room that they Uh, living right now and they are you know on the verge of starting another room uh, starting visiting another room well in any case this knowledge of knowing how to present a one minute presentation and two minute a five minute and a ten minute is just something that you all need all of you that are listening right now and so we will choose people according to the following questions competition criteria um, and of course you know not everyone will win three people will win and those three people will be people that go to the balloon artist podcast.com website go to season five chapter eight chapter nine and um, t- on the comment section you need to give a three sentence presentation of your business make it you What, what do you want to see in, in those three sentences that will you know be good for that person to to craft into that presentation I, I want it to be compelling I want it to be something that when I read that first sentence I have to read the second sentence and when I read that second sentence I really really want to read that third sentence and when I'm done reading that third sentence I want to go to your website because this was really interesting and I want to know more So that's, that's what you need to do. Come to the balloonartistpodcast.com website, comment on, the, on this specific chapter with your three sentences and make it compelling. Talk about your business. This is an opportunity for some networking, isn't it, Chad? People will actually, Absolutely. you know, even if you don't win, you will get value out of, of this networking opportunity. If you want to compete, write it on the Balloon Artist Podcast comment section of the chapter. If you want to make a post about it on the Facebook group, Balloon Artist, then you can just make sure that you add the hashtags uh, Balloon Artist Podcast and the hashtag 
making the perfect pitch. Making the perfect pitch. That's the hashtag. Two hashtags. You need to do it on the Facebook group or on the balloonartistpodcast.com website. You choose whatever you feel um, that makes sense to you. And we'll give them how much time? What do you think? Uh, let's give them two hours. What do you think? I think it's too little. Let's give too them Too little. All right. A week? A week? Um... You know what? Some people listen to the Blue Artist podcast within a day. 100 people, every time it goes out, they listen to it. But I want to be fair with the guys in Australia and with the guys in Norway and with my UK peeps. So this is an international show. So how about this? We'll give you two weeks to enjoy, uh, to take your time, listen to the Blue Artist podcast whenever you're ready and compete within two weeks from the day this came out. And three people, three lucky people will win the coaching program with Chad Johnson. And we will even uh, record the, the entire sessions and we'll show that to people that are learning how to sell better in the sales course that we launch next year. I really think those people will be very lucky to spend that time with you, Chad Johnson. Um, that's awesome thank you so much for your time Chad Johnson I will see you in class in the MAPC the Modern Automated Balloon Business course which is more like a program isn't it it is such a pleasure to be in all of your classes and to take all have the benefit of all of these podcasts you do it is such a wonderful thing thank you so much thank you Chad Johnson and see you next week on the Balloon Artist Podcast Wow, I hope you've enjoyed the interview with Chad Johnson. He is the real deal with all topics related to sales. And I really appreciate his generosity with the competition. So here's what you need to do now. You need to stop the car. You need to go to the balloonartistpodcast.com website and comment on the page with your three lines of your story, how can you describe your business in a very interesting way that will have a good appeal? Write that down two weeks from now. This, this chapter goes live on, on the 10th of November. So two weeks from now, on the 24th of November, we're going to basically contact three people and let them know that they receive uh, a place in Chad Johnson's coaching system for training on presentations for sales. Uh, this is something that will help you in networking, but also in sales as well. And it's a four-week program that you just keep improving your skills on sales. So three people will win this competition among the people that come to the balloonartistpodcast.com website. Thank you for listening for the Balloon Artist Podcast and I will see you next week. Love you guys. See you soon. Welcome to the tip section of Season 5, Chapter 9. The tip for today is about two different tools that I take with me for all of my gigs and it's just a part of my balloon bag, basically. One tool is an auto toilet perfume uh, that I keep with me. It's the same one that I've been using for the other tip 
about uh, conventions, you know, spray yourself five times and do that three times a day. If you want to get some response, I've decided to take the, the perfume with me on gigs. And sometimes I have to do a couple of gigs at the same day. So it helps me to spray myself and also even in the middle of a day. It is kind of clownish uh, to suddenly hold stop everything and say oh okay hold on hold on i need to smell good so spray yourself the second tool is a peppermint spray and it's basically the same tip only i use this you know to spray some peppermint uh, taste in and smell into my mouth it makes me feel refreshed just like you know uh chewing a bubble gum but you can't really chew bubble gum in a twisting gig at least i don't recommend it doesn't look very professional however this, the peppermint spray again uh, makes me look like i am uh, careful about my the smell of my breath and uh, it is uh, it also makes sense for me at least if, uh, on the longer gigs because if you're walking for more than a couple of hours then your mouth starts to dry and that makes you more aware of uh, the smell of your mouth and even like when you're talking face to face with a toddler you sometimes need to really come close to his eye level and and closer to his face to hear him and then you know you don't want them to to um, to be afraid of your smell okay I hope you enjoyed the tip of today. See you next week on the Balloon Artist Podcast. And do you want to join us on the Balloon Artist College Jam Sessions? We have two jam sessions with Scott Strip every month, and they are awesome. There's also a monthly webinar with me about business, and there are like four challenges every year, like the 21-day challenge. And there are so many other things, like there's a slap bracelet deal going on right now till the middle of November for college students only. So if you want to check it out, go to the balloonartistcollege.com website. I hope you have a great day, and see you next week on the Balloon Artist Podcast.